0: This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast, with your hosts, Josh. Well, that's a technical achievement, and that would fry my computer
1: if I tried to render that on <laughs>
0: it. And Willis. Nope is Coming. And Jurassic World Dominion. And yes, I'm putting those two in the same conversation. Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news, and debate about what it all really means. What's up, Josh? It is Thursday, May 12th. Yeah, it is. How you doing?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Lots of stuff to talk about this week. Doctor Strange yes. came out. We've got yes. the usual stuff to go over, you know, when a Marvel release comes out, um, and a couple trailers and stuff, but... Should we yeah. talk about what's releasing this week?
0: Yeah, let's start with what's going on, what's coming out, and where we're going. Some... It sounded deeper than it actually is, <laughs> but
1: hey, you never know. Some people might just love Firestarter as a concept, and like, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. So I think for theatrical releases, that movie is probably the biggest, quote unquote that's coming out this week uh actually technically would be i believe today that it's premiering which is just another adaptation of the stephen king novel yep uh starring zach efron
0: uh (laughs) zach efron
1: which i is it an action film is it a horror film
0: i really don't know with this one i'm like (laughs) I, I, i mean like it's it's blumhouse so i have some faith but um yeah yeah weird yeah, it was Love Me Some Zac Efron.
1: Yeah, he he's great. He's always great and I hopefully this is a step in the right direction for him. Uh we've also got a smaller film that's opening wide, Love and Kill Nary, which is a comedy that I know very very little about, but I do know that it's going wide this week. Uh so I guess check that out if you don't want to see Firestarter, although what are we, who are we kidding? <laughs> People are going to see Doctor Strange this weekend, so like <laughs> It's true.
0: It's going to it's going to carry.
1: Yes. We got a couple. About st-
0: streaming? Anything coming streaming? streaming?
1: Yeah. So Operation mincemeat which is a film that I had mm-hmm. heard about and saw trailers, um, but I didn't really like it. There was no. F- this is one of the issues. There's no like real fanfare for these Netflix products that aren't like yeah. huge, and I mean our father as well. And like there's a couple like there's a Lincoln Lawyer TV show. Like there's things that I'm like they need yeah. to beef this stuff this stuff up really.
0: Well, in Operation Mintsme. Operation Mincemeat, not like a small operation no. in terms of like filmmaking. Like that's Jason Isaacs and Colin Firth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably should have built them reversed, but.
1: But, you know, that's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like, you know, a uh, a big undertaking of a film that's just kind of happening. Here yep. we go. Here's Netflix. Yep.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of what happens these days. Uh, we've also got Hacks coming back on HBO Max. Uh, and that's kind of it for what's releasing this week. Not not a crazy yeah. week, which I get. It's it's following and preceding some big stuff, so it it's it's kind of an in between sort of week.
0: Well, you didn't you didn't mention the Lincoln lawyer, May thirteenth yeah. on Netflix, a show a series, uh, not starring Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, and not inking any <laughs> new Lincoln car commercial deals yeah. for anyone. Right. Supposedly. And
1: and again, who knew this was coming out? Not I.
0: I I did not. (laughs) Just when the trailer dropped, I was like, oh, is this the same as the Matthew McConaughey show?
1: And I still don't know. I still don't know. I don't
0: know. Yeah. So that's what's coming out. Yeah. Guys got plenty of new content to watch. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Don't get left in the dust. No. So let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. As you mentioned at the top, Josh, Doctor Strange and the multiverse. Mm -hmm. And in the multiverse of madness, we discovered in the multiverse of madness, uh, completely crushed it in the box office this weekend. Of course. I think even to the surprise of some, some people who were, uh, expecting it to do really well anyway. Yeah. Uh, even, even better. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about that and like, you know, as our usual Marvel fandom goes. Yeah. No spoilers. I have not seen. Yeah, no spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. Josh has. So uh, he will be awkwardly silent when I bring up certain things. No comment. (laughs) And then after that. Yeah. After that. uh, No comment. After that, uh, we're going to talk about the Avatar 2 trailer, which dropped on Monday. Mm -hmm. And um, well, if you've listened to this podcast in any capacity, you know, we have some questions around avatar and its future so we're going to talk about what this trailer means yeah and then continuing with the theme of trailers we're gonna we're gonna talk kind of about whether or not trailers in this modern day and age are a benefit or a curse for uh for a movie yeah or if there's specific circumstances because you know a trailer can be a great thing in shoot your hype level through the roof yep. or it can completely kill your hype level for a yeah. movie.
1: It's all about expectation, you know, and and we'll yeah. we'll dive all the way into it and see where we can yeah. end up here.
0: So that's what we're going to talk about. And uh, let's, let's dive right into it. All right, Josh. So break down the numbers for us for Dr. Strange this weekend
1: so doc strange Stephen strange he uh his second film premiered on thursday of last week to a tune of 36 million dollars in the opening night which is pretty substantial and i saw some people making the comparison between this and uh everything everywhere being like oh well this made more in one night than everything everywhere made in its whole run and i'm like well we're talking different languages Ye- yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> completely different languages um multiverse aside I guess that's the one through line there. so hot right now yeah uh but then so you know the first weekend is over and that's kind of the the biggest indicator of where it's going to go so we've got domestically it made 285 million from what I saw unless I'm mistaken
0: I think that's international
1: I thought global was 450
0: yeah so I I looking at uh, I'm looking at box office mojo right now and it's 185 oh. mil domestic and 265 international oh not to ask you to break down the numbers and then completely throw them in your face
1: (laughs) no it's good we have to have accurate numbers wait what was i looking at then
0: i don't know maybe they were old numbers
1: i guess but how
0: you know every now and well every now and then on like sunday at like noon they'll be like here's what it did this weekend having not yet completed the weekend but true true so anyway it did really really stupid well Uh, yeah (laughs) over the weekend
1: which I don't think was a massive surprise to kind of anyone who's been following this since no way home even the Batman like these movies just have a built-in kind of box office draw that's going to happen it's going to succeed it's going to make its budget all of that stuff now how far past that it gets is questionable we've seen that with Eternals we've seen that with uh, Shang-Chi a little bit and Black Widow there's there's some question there But it's doing well, and I think it's going to continue to do well. The only thing that I have to say about it is, personally, this movie is... Tonally, just a little bit different from where things were at in the MCU. Is very cookie-cutter up till this point, uh, even with No Mm. Way Home. And this one deviates slightly in a way that I liked. I personally enjoyed. Uh, I'm not going to give anything other than that away. So I'm curious to see how it fares if people go back to see it again in theaters. I know No Way Home was a big, like, okay, we got to go see this two, three times in theaters. So if the drop-off is steep, because I know, I mean, it's people go and see this opening night. Like these are the movies that you go to see opening night. So I'm very curious to see what happens after this week. And even after this month, because that's the drop-off could be steep. I mean, no way home was still in theaters up to like, like three weeks ago. So it's like (laughs) one of those things. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's one of those, it's an interesting thing. I having not seen it yet, I fall into one of those people, those categories that's going to be, yeah. Like I'm, I couldn't see it opening weekend. So I'm going to go, The next weekend or, you know, like, so I'll fall into that second tier. And I think there's probably a lot of us out there that are just like, uh, I don't know, Mother's Day weekend. Like, it's, you know, hard to get to the movies sometimes. Here I go making excuses again. But (laughs) yeah, like, it's one of those. I I think it'll stay pretty profitable for a few weeks at least. Um, Do we know? Is this have a 45 day window?
1: You know, I
0: don't know. I don't know. I'm really hesitant to search Doctor Strange right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I
1: was gonna say that for you. So you,
0: you take care of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> yes, uh, Doctor so 45 Strange days? does have a forty-five day window uh exclude and then it's going to yeah. It it basically they're saying it could hit Disney Plus as soon as June twentieth. So Wow. Yeah. Which is like and this is something that No Way Home didn't have. Because yeah. the, obviously that was a Sony. Of problem. Sony. Yeah. yeah. So now, I mean, it's very interesting. I think that this movie is a little bit different than when we're talking about stuff like Eternals or Shang Chi, where this had a serious hype around it, whereas yeah. I those movies are just kind of like the built in I have to see this to know what's going on with the MCU hype. Some yeah. people were like, eh, this movie I think. Well, will do and better. inaugural
0: um Characters. films. Of said yeah. characters. Yeah. Like this is their, right. you know, the first Shang-Chi movie, the first Eternals movie. Whereas Doctor Strange is, you know, the second Doctor Strange movie, but probably Benedict Cumberbatch's role as a character five or six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, easy. What we got Doctor Strange, two Avengers movies, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, three. Yeah, technically Thor Ragnarok, if you want to get into it.
1: Yep, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, so he's, I mean... So it's he's, been a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and it seems like he's kind of taking over, and I knew that this, something like this was going to have to happen, whereas, you know, spoilers for Endgame, I guess, but, you know, once Tony <laughs> pa- perishes... You kind of need that. Once grounding. Tony's no
0: longer in the MCU, we'll Once, say
1: yes. For ne- who knows with the multiverse? For now, who knows, multiverse yeah. of madness. <laughs> uh, oh God! But yeah, I know, dude. I know people. Yeah, people would lose their mind. <laughs> they would lose. Anyway, they would lose their shit. Uh, come,
0: come back to your yeah.
1: But yeah, so the, I think they're looking for that character that grounds everything back to this mm-hmm. kind of center point, which. I don't know if it's going to be strange but they're pushing that pretty hard. I mean they push that in No Way yeah. Home. They're definitely pushing that in this movie where it's like he is the like the main like, not protagonist, character. but he's the main Arguably, character. Arguably, like,
0: main character, yeah. Like, you know, say what you will about all of it, it all revolved around Iron Man.
1: Right. Even once Captain America was introduced, it's like, yeah, he's the yeah. quote-unquote leader of the Avengers, but Iron Man is really the one we follow here. Yeah. Uh, he showed up in all the Spidey movies. He, he's kind of that through line. So I think that's what's going to happen with this, or what, yeah. what what they're trying to do with this. Um, And uh, do you like Doctor Strange as a character as portrayed by Cumberbatch? I do.
0: I do. Yeah, it's an odd thing because, like, it, it, what we've been talking about in comparison to how much Robert Downey Jr. embodied, yeah, Tony Stark. I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch embodies Doctor Strange necessarily to that level. Yeah. Um like, I feel like if we sat down and had a conversation about it for 45 minutes, we could come up with some pretty epic Doctor Strange fan casting totally yeah you know Um, whereas I like you could never see past Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man so true I do to go back to your question I do like his portrayal of it I think Benedict there like gives a very solid performance of it Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's very consistent which is nice like a lot of people were were giving shit about like uh, in no way home oh yeah he's being like a really nice like he wouldn't like people were arguing about whether or not he would do this and I'm like no like Stephen Strange is a douchebag. Like, let's not forget that, you know, (laughs) but like, I feel like it's like, yeah, he's still tying back things from the original Dr. Strange movie, which I think is important. And like, you know, something that you don't necessarily see from, uh, and I I don't mean that in any kind of negative way, but something (laughs) you don't necessarily see consistent in a lot of the MCU, not a lot, but some of the MCU characters.
1: Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And we'll see. I mean, he's obviously in it for the long haul, as most of these are. He's he's he joined in phase three, I believe, and he's going to continue
0: yeah. on through phase four. Although it is interesting that we're sitting here going, oh, yeah, so he's had, like, what, like, six, like, appearances thus far? I'm like, how many could his contract be for?
1: It's true. It's true. You know? I mean, it's a good pay. It's a I good think, paycheck. Think,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, like, arguably... Not a huge, I mean, Doctor Strange 2, Doctor Strange came out in what, 2016?
1: Yeah, sounds right.
0: So like if you're carrying a full movie every, you know, five years and then you have, you know, uh, a month or two of pickups for, I mean, like you consider he was probably, he was barely in um, Endgame. Yeah, I think he probably had two scenes. You know, that's an easy pickup for him.
1: Yeah, even in No Way Home, you're like even No Way Home. Yeah, it's kind of like in it. Yeah,
0: like yeah, not a full shooting schedule. Um, yeah, yeah. So and then there's like Thor Ragnarok that he's in for all of twelve minutes, twelve minutes, two minutes. What? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I like I think it's that's an interesting thought of how how much does he have in his contract? I do feel like Benedict Cumberbatch is in no way near. stopping playing this character (laughs) yeah
1: he's just barely gotten to do it like
0: (laughs) yeah yeah um so i don't know i'm excited um it'll be interesting to see i wish they would here we go we're going in. i wish they would announce more of the um like what the runway for the mcu is like are we getting are we gonna get another doctor strange i mean clearly we're gonna get another doctor strange when this does you know gangbusters in its first weekend i think i read what was it it was like the fourth highest opening weekend of all time uh, not adjusting for inflation it was after like No Way Home uh, Endgame and the original Avengers maybe
1: I think or that's, no and Age of Ultron maybe yeah yep
0: which is you know
1: not in- pretty epic
0: consequential yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so I don't know and it is cool we should talk about this for a minute it is cool to see that like people are showing up to the theaters for it Yep. yeah. You know what I mean? It feels, and like not saying this, but it it feels like the first post-COVID MCU movie. Yeah. You know, because even when No Way Home came out, we were kind of like, people are going to like go, there's the draw here that people are going to like throw caution to the window and agree to go see this movie. Where it's here, I'm like, and maybe it's because we're in like a, you know, again, not advocate, but because we're in like a lower a valley of the wave or whatever. Totally, it's a terrible term of phrase. <laughs> but uh, you know, it feels like it feels like it's like oh, okay, movies. Here we go. Like the summer blockbuster season is back and gonna be yeah full swing. And you know, he kind of got that same thing with the release of the Batman too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've got we've got big numbers coming from us totally this summer. So. Yeah
1: absolutely and i think it's interesting because you know i've sat, i've seen a fair number of movies this year in theaters mm-hmm. and across the board pretty pretty solid showing but it's really what i was paying attention to was how many people were there like yeah. the only movie that i think was almost completely empty was ambulance and i understood why i get that it was an imax movie is a michael bay thing people didn't care x sure the northmen everything everywhere this movie like they all were pretty damn near full theaters for all of them which i was like that's cool yeah. cuz those are movies of all like mm. genres and scales and it's like you know a viking epic versus a slasher like a kind of a throwback slasher versus yeah. a huge marvel property it's kind of interesting to see um it's interesting too because i was seeing a lot of stuff on twitter where amcs were basically especially in high population areas were like blocking out like 50 screenings of Dr. Strange. Really? In in Yeah, there was something like 90 screenings of Dr. Strange at this one theater in either New York or LA that was like wow. from 2 a.m. on. Like it was the craziest yeah. thing. I was like, and that makes me worried only because it's like you... And it's probably Disney that wants, and I've heard Disney had an issue mm-hmm. with Tarantino went at one point showing the Hateful Eight over, or Once Upon a Time over something, and they basically were like, you can't do that. We're gonna be showing yeah. this only. And it makes me nervous, because I'm like, well, if Disney can do that, like they're forcing the hands of every, because it's like, well, it's gonna take over these seven theater screening rooms. Sure. And you have to see Doctor Strange, because nothing's else playing.
0: Which
1: yeah. kind of bums me out. Also, I'm like, well, it's also a Sam Raimi movie. So I'm like, well, there's worse movies that you could be seeing, yeah. you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's an interesting, I feel like we could do a whole episode on like how studios require the bookings of their yeah. uh their films because I there's all kinds of politics around it where it's like you can't stream the huge blockbuster unless you stream these four small stream. You can't show yeah. these huge blockbusters unless you show the these four small you know, indie films that mm-hmm. no one's going to come to see, you know, and that's like a whole right drama for the actual theaters. And so like, I don't know, that's yeah. a really interesting thing to break down, but it's like, yeah, like if that's what people, if so many people are going to show up over the weekend to see this movie, then yeah. book as many as you can, man. Yeah. Like if they're filling up, then why you know, not economics <laughs> supply and demand, all that kind of fun stuff.
1: Totally. Totally. Um, yeah, and the only other stat I wanted to bring up was that this movie apparently did about 30, a little over 30% better than the Batman did its opening weekend, which I think is an interesting stat, but also it's like, they're kind of different beasts, like the Batman was untested, you know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is part 25 of of the Marvel kind of handbook. Um and now that I'm looking at it, I don't know necessarily that that stat was correct, but I'm.
0: I think it. I, I I think it was the other way around. I think it was the Batman did. Well, let me hear. Let's bring it up. Really? That's surprising. I think the Batman was number one. Yeah. Uh, opening weekend, the Batman did one thirty four. Domestic. Domestic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so versus Doctor Strange? No. Yeah. Okay. So you're right. So, yeah. Doctor Strange did 185.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. So so yeah. So it did. Yeah. It did slightly better. Um. I think that was, like, that makes sense. I mean, it, it's it's a yeah. three hour noir Batman versus
0: yes <laughs> Doctor Strange. You know, which um, is only like two <laughs> hours and six minutes.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy, man. When you see this movie, like. Yeah, I, I just you just got to watch it because it's we. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. There's so much interesting nuance that goes into this film that feels just a little bit different than what they've been doing. So
0: cool. Interesting. Cool. So let me ask you this, Josh. Yeah. Um, what was in the front? Oh, my God. Of Doctor Strange.
1: So not we're not talking about the five to seven minutes of Top Gun footage that we got, which I did not ask oh, for, no. but that was there, and it actually did get me pretty high. First for Top five Gun.
0: minutes or like a seven minute trailer.
1: It was the scene where they are training and Cruz is like showing them what he can do, and like Miles telling <laughs> they're all fighting and they're all flying around, and it's 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 classic training montage. Okay. Like sure, it's cool. Dialogues got awful, but I'm like fine. Deal with it. But that's not what we're here to talk about, guys. We're here nope. to talk because Jim Cameron has finally released his trailer for Avatar 2. I guess we'll call it a teaser. It's not a full trailer. Uh, the Way of Water. We I saw it in IMAX on the big screen. The one thing that I have to say about it, well, the first thing I have to say about it is that <laughs> the sound is so quiet in that teaser. I don't know if it was something to do with our theater, but like mm-hmm. it was the one trailer that I was like did they like turn this down or something? Like this is so muted. Like everything about it was like, it didn't, it seemed like they were playing it off a computer. It was like, what okay. is this? This is IMAX, dude. Show me the biggest, loudest thing that I can see. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't.
0: I'm prepared for it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it didn't hit me at all. I was kind of like, oh, this is very, very like muted in a way. Um, yeah. But then it, it released on Monday for everybody to see online. Uh, and that's where you saw it. Wh- it what, what, yes. what, um, First reactions. (laughs) Because we already talked about it last week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, and that's the interesting thing. uh, And you had brought this up because we knew that this was going to be in the front of Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Like it was announced that like that was going to be our first thing. And we talked for at length about Avatar 2. Yeah. Last week. And neither of us had any recollection that the trailer that we were like, I don't know. We'll see when we get a trailer. Like that was going to be in like four days
1: yeah (laughs) that's so weird
0: yeah like so like already the like hype level around this i hate that i keep using the phrase hype level but But the hype level around this movie is like low because like yeah it's not making an impact first reactions to this trailer it looks like the intro to a video game
1: oh my god i was thinking the same thing oh
0: i'm like this is a cinematic from a video game. yeah it's like and like it's i i don't know specifically what about it it is because it is all cg 100 percent. it yeah. is beautiful cg like yeah. even um but i'm like even like the people in it like there's a couple shots where it's like here's a human like walking around next to the 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 navid navid am i saying that navi navi yes
1: something like that yeah anyway it doesn't matter <laughs>
0: yeah like even like there were humans walking next to them and i'm like those humans are cg yeah like this is an animated film yeah but like i yeah i can't place exactly what it is but i'm like yeah this is like i feel like it's about to like switch to first person control view like yeah and i'm like yeah okay here you know and I got nothing really about the story. I was like, we had mentioned last week that I was like, I feel like we could see this and it's like, are we going to feel whatever the technological impact that this movie is going to give us? Yep. And like, I don't think I did and I was looking for it. I was like wait okay so like is it going to be like an underwater thing and they cut to underwater and I'm like is I, I, I mean like, it's detailed. shooting it
1: underwater? I was like, like the <laughs>
0: hair looks cool like that's like you know uh, always a big talking point in terms of CG I'm like there's a lot of detail in like the hair and the movement and stuff like that mm-hmm. but mostly I was just like I mean it looks great but it looks like a PS5 game. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't feel any hype for this, man. I'm like, no, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. And like, here's the thing is like, this is Avatar 2. This is the sequel. Mm-hmm. No characters that I recognized.
1: Minus the the main too.
0: Were they in that Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana? Like
1: literally at the very end, they talked. They was that like face Sam to face talking?
0: Worthington's voice at the end. If not, then then who knows? But I thought I it don't. was. <laughs> but like, so I'm literally, I'm like, I can't even connect this to anything I know, you know. So I don't. It being such a spectacular big sequel. I feel like I'm like waiting for that connection and that connection never happened. And I was just like, uh, 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 okay.
1: Yeah. And do you think that this is something that we talked about like just a couple minutes ago? It's like with franchise, franchisation, fran- what is that a word? Franchise- franchising? Yeah. With franchising <laughs> films like these, the fact that Avatar 1 was a full story. And then Mm -hmm. now he's kind of doing more within the world versus like, okay, we need to know what happens next. I think that's actually working against these films, not because I think it's a bad way to go. I think that that's actually kind of cool if it's like, okay, we're not leaving it on a cliffhanger. We're just going to show you what comes next. That's kind of interesting. But right now, in the age of two stingers at the end of every Marvel movie that gets you to be like, I need to know who this is. I need to see what's happening next this movie falls in a weird spot where nobody really cares. Like, there isn't a reason to come back into the world. Like, I think maybe he's thinking that Avatar as a property is enough for people to just kind of blindly walk into a film. And we'll have to see once the full trailer releases. I don't know when exactly that's coming. But I'm in the same boat as you, Whereas I watch this and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I don't care what's happening, which is even more important. And the main thing that we were thinking about that's going to draw us in isn't apparent at all. I'm like, I don't know what the technical achievement is. If it's underwater filmmaking. Yeah. Sure. We saw none of it. So I I don't know. The CGI looks fine. It looks kind of the same as the first one. The water, I will say the water CGI is like flawless. I've never seen something like that before. And they, they did do that. Now our, average moviegoer is going to see that and give a shit? Probably not. Like, I pick those things out because I know it's fake and I'm like, well, that's a technical achievement and that would fry my computer if I tried to render that on it. (laughs) But for most people, like, that... I don't think they're looking at the way that the, the, the water like overlaps their skin and drips and yeah. like sees that and, and gives a shit. So like,
0: and like, oh, nor God. should they like, as yeah. like for me, it's like, as soon as you start paying attention to the technical details of it, it's like yeah. you lost something we because about people aren't week. immersed. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. You say the whole one was like self-contained um, because that sent my brain down a interesting path of like, in that the first one was so contained and like kind of established the whole thing. And again, it's been probably like eight years since I've seen this movie. So I might be going off of misremembering things, but true. I guess same. Yeah. If you are like, if we're expanding to out to all of these, like, Oh, there's whales and there's all these sea, like, it seems very sea creature oriented. It's water world too. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're expanding like out to all of this, It seems odd to me that there was no, like, if it's such a huge part of the culture of these giant blue aliens, like, yeah, it seems odd to me that it was not included at all in the first one. And like, so we did this whole thing, but like, that wasn't, that wasn't really everything, but like, you know, that just didn't happen to come up in that situation. Right. Uh, So now we're expanding out to this other stuff where like it does happen. And it it, like, it it feels like a strange dynamic to me of like, you're expanding the world, but you're expanding the world for the sake of expanding the world and not because the story is pushing you there.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Which like is, I guess, well, I was going to say the, the basis of most franchises, but like, no, like there's so much in the franchise world these days that is, you know, we're going to do X because our story is just kind of leading us there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Which like, I don't, yeah, it's, it's very, I don't know. I guess we have to wait for that. Like you said, the wait for the whole trailer. Cause I'm sure that's where we'll see uh, Zoe Saldana and Susan Sarandon. And, yeah. Um, Susan Sarandon. No, 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 no. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Close. <laughs> Close. Yes. I don't know, man. I just like, I'm not, I want to play the game.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: That's the weird thing as I'm like, that would like, it would be dope to like explore all that underwater stuff and go diving with whales. And like, yeah, you know, it, it it seems to be begging for interaction. That's just not going to deliver.
1: Totally. And, um, it's weird because this was kind of their one and only shot to get people to be really excited about this because a trailer can release, but when i was sitting in the theater i don't think a single person gave a shit about this and i'm like this yeah. is avatar 2 this is yeah. the sequel to One the, of the highest giant, grossing films yeah. of all time uh and literally people i don't know if i texted you there's not but i was like people were just like on their phones like nobody was like oh wow
0: i mean you texted me during it
1: oh yeah i did i, I literally <laughs> yeah. i was just like oh avatar 2 here we go <laughs> And I think a lot of people were uh, like, not even in that mindset. They were just like, Oh, okay. Like it's been 10 years, but the hype yeah. isn't there. And this was supposed to get you so hyped. And I just left being like, okay, fine. Like, it'll be here. I'll see it. That's pretty much it. Though. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> well, it's like, uh, and like to give our dear listeners, like a sense, like avatar, the, the first avatar came out a year after iron man. Yeah before iron man so like everything that's happened in the mcu has happened between avatar and avatar 2 yeah yeah so like i I think (laughs) audiences in general audiences in general are like used to way more engagement from their franchises god yeah you know and this is the same thing we talked about yesterday so we don't yesterday last week so we don't have to get too deep into it but yeah it's um it's a little little late there guys yeah and i did read something and i don't know if this is true or not but supposedly that teaser contains footage from all would be four movies
1: see that actually makes me even less excited (laughs)
0: because i'm
1: like so then they're all going to be the same well that makes me
0: yeah that makes me just go like oh well so like none of it's pertinent to the story it's just like yeah it is literally just like a loading screen. Like, yeah, yeah pretty here's images. the pretty stuff between story.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I, and it's so odd because I think James Cameron for a long time, and I still. We'll see how this movie does, but I still consider him to be one of those filmmakers who. Is really good at continuing a story that could have ended with the first movie. Like he, yeah, sequels are not easy to make. Sequels that are better than the original are really not easy to make. Yeah. He's done it more than once, several times, yeah, and he's done it really, really well. And so I, I just have this a hard time believing that this movie is going to be, it's not going to be a bad movie. That's I need to get that out of my it's not going to be a bad sure. movie. It's yeah. a Jim Cameron movie. It's going to be good, but is it going to be necessary? I think that's the thing. And Terminator 2 feels necessary. Aliens feels necessary. Like these are movies yeah. that in some ways surpass the original but also are like kind of just continuing this story and this legacy whereas Avatar yeah doesn't have a legacy to continue like, and maybe yeah. that's what this movie's going to do, but like,
0: <sighs> well, and that's the interesting thing. Like you bring up like, you know, the Terminator series, um, the jump that you have to make from the end of Terminator yeah. to Terminator, the plot of Terminator two is massive. Like Terminator, the Terminator doesn't have John Connor in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's not in it. I mean, they yeah. like reference him that like, yeah, he's going to be this leader, but like, yeah, but- this is a massive character in pop culture. That's just not in the first movie. And like, yeah, You're like, hey, let's deliver on this. Let's, you know, here, let's bring back the T2. Yeah. The T2. Let's bring back the the Terminator. The T1,000? T1,000. Oh, God. No, the t one thousand's the liquid metal, dude. Oh, nerd cards revoked. That's okay. Filmmaker cards revoked. Fuck. But, (laughs) like, yeah, like, it's so maybe that's what's coming. Like, maybe this is, like here's avatar. The way of water takes place, you know, 10 years after takes place real time, 10 years after the first one where like this whole thing is expanded and like we're in an entirely different world and all that kind of stuff. Like maybe sure. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm willing to go into it with an open mind, but I'm like the bar to clear is so high for me to be like, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it will we'll see, man.
1: Yeah. Like, he hasn't done anything in forever because of these movies, and, like, I yeah. want him to do something else. Now, here's an interesting question. Do you think he will ever do something that's not Avatar again? I mean, like, think about if, like, Avatar 2 through 5 were spread out over the next... While well, it kind of depends on how, how frequently they're going to release them if they're already shot, um, but, like, say, one every two years. Like, yeah. does that leave room for... Maybe he'll... Like, well, yeah, I I mean, the
0: question becomes is like, how much, like, how done are these sequels? True. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are they all just sitting on a shelf somewhere and the studios? just are going to go like, well, we can't just release four Avatar movies like in four months or something like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, so like
0: maybe they're, maybe they're done. I mean, they're all shot at least, you know? Yeah. I doubt they're all done, but. Sure. You know, I, I, I want the question becomes how much work is still left to be done on them Mm -hmm. which like i mean james cameron is 68 i believe
1: that's crazy
0: so like as like dark as it sounds like is is he gonna be pulling out some other huge project is he gonna be pulling out some like is he gonna get off the avatar ones and be like yo, i want to like make a small indie movie about like a guitar player in seattle (sighs) yeah or something I don't yeah. know where that prompt came from, but like, inside and
1: you know. Davis too.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> directed by James Cameron. Wow. Oh man. I mean, certainly possible. Like he's, yeah. you know, I think the bigger question lies with James Cameron himself. Is like, can he deal with working on a movie for only four months? Right. You know, or eight, or however long you know, your yeah, standard indie movie takes. Like, yeah we talk so much about it, but he's been in the avatar world for 12 years. Yeah. Arguably like way before that. Cause he was planning avatar for like 10 before it came out. Yeah. So like, you know, this is his arguably his opus, you know,
1: um, it's be like a 30 year project when it's done. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. Who does that? Who the hell <laughs> does that? Someone who made over a billion dollars on two different films. Yeah. That's who does that.
0: Yeah. Him and Richard Linklater. later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I like, I want, like, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, I want to be hyped. I'm just not. How can you be? But the other thing I'll say is it's going to get my money. I'm of going to. I'm not like, I'm not like, yeah, I'm going to watch Avatar 2 on my TV at home. Oh, hell no. That's an absurd Come on. statement. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, we're going to. It's it's gonna come out and I'm gonna go see it and yeah. That's gonna be how that goes.
1: Yeah. Now are you signed on automatically for the next three in theaters, too? Or or do you have to wait to see how this one goes? That's a loaded question, but
0: <laughs> So <laughs> this is gonna be the worst uh oh god, I shouldn't even say it, but like <laughs> you you ask me that question and my mind immediately goes to the Fox TV show The Mass Singer. because i loved the masked singer and the masked singer over the course of its like six seasons it's somehow done now in like four years yeah i don't (laughs) has gotten increasingly increasingly worse to the point that i'm just like i don't i full i am fully aware that i'm not going to watch it for the after this season i'm Mm. still watching it i'm Mm. not going to watch it after this season because i'm like hate watching it at this point
1: ah okay
0: and I'm just like the the line of my interest has just slowly diminished season after season. So I'm like mm-hmm. two, yeah, I'm gonna go see. If two's really bad, three I will probably still see, but like you know I I will roll my eyes heavier. And then like <laughs> yeah, if three is then bad, like we gotta have a conversation, yeah. James Cameron. If you're getting me into to four. <laughs> You know, and then five, <laughs> and then five, and not for nothing, but like five. I could be in my like late forties when five comes out. Like, I know <laughs> it's you know.
1: Oh my god, you know, it's exhausting. Your
0: your your built-in audience, James Cameron, is like going out of the target audience age range yeah. that you're aiming for. Like your evangelicals are aging out of your interest. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's it's so true. I I we've never seen something quite like this before. So it's gonna it's be true. A, it's gonna be a first time. Uh, and again, James Cameron, it, no better person to test this out than a tried and true Hollywood blockbuster filmmaker. Yes, you know,
0: like that's the thing. If like you were to say like, oh yeah, um, I don't know why he comes to mind. I think We were talking about him earlier, but if you were to say like, Peyton Reed, yeah, you know, came out with this movie. like did really well and then 10 years later is coming out with a sequel i'd be like i don't i don't what
1: (laughs) who cares
0: (laughs) wait what movie did peyton reed direct a decade ago yeah um no shade on peyton no like at all like he's a great james
1: cameron though like (laughs) yeah
0: but he's not james cameron yeah like the it's like it's like saying james cameron or steven spielberg or you know oh god is there a star wars analogy to be made here no, 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 that's that's going to be a no, rabbit hole. That's we're not, not going to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, is there a originals versus prequels situation here? Um, there is a conversation
1: yeah. there, but <laughs> we're not diving all well, the way into that. It. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean Avatar Two guys, it's coming out. I need a look. I didn't even check. I didn't even
0: December. I think it's Christmas. Oh, okay. It just says it says December at the end of the trailer.
1: Okay. They so they're not sure yet. Okay.
0: Along with its papyrus font.
1: Oh my god. I thought they were gonna not do that, but then like <laughs> of course. Dear they listener, had to. uh
0: go on YouTube and look up uh SNL Papyrus. It's one of the greater shorts to come out of there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway
1: yes uh well
0: so this trailer doesn't have you hyped josh
1: (laughs) no it doesn't it 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 doesn't and again this is a teaser so we'll see we'll see what the actual trailer has to bring if we get more story and if that story happens to just like absolutely knock my socks off but it's very unlikely at this point so
0: speaking of trailers good or bad We get so much from trailers these days and we get so many and in so many different formats. Um, I think Dr. Strange has been like the quintessential like use case of this. And Top Gun. And Top Gun. They've released so many trailers and like full trailers, TV spots, 15 second TV spots, 40 second TV spots. Like it's just, and I mean, there's part of it that's like, yeah, like that's just like a marketing campaign. But the trailer as it stands is a, well, is a tried and true marketing tool. Yeah. You know, arguably the best way to drum up interest in your movie. Yeah. But are they good or bad? That's where we're going with this. Is it come down to style like filmmaking style? Well, not even filmmaking style, but like, I feel like there's a whole art to cutting trailers. Oh God. Yeah. You know, and some of the coolest things I've seen are like fan recuts of old movies that are, you know, cut in like the modern style, um, which we could talk about in our own right. But yeah, when it comes down to it, say we're doing like a standard, we'll do three trailers. We'll do a teaser. We'll do a trailer two, and we'll do a final trailer. What's the what's the pitfalls that we have that we could run into on this?
1: Well, it's difficult because I think with what, and of course it all has to come back to the MCU, it's mm-hmm. the trailers right now, we've been conditioned to think of them as like, this is what's going to get us to see the movie. Like, I think yeah. that, like for me, hearing Doctor Strange was directed by Sam Raimi alone was Enough for me to yeah. be like, this is really cool. But everybody else was like, and this happened with Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, you need to drop the trailer now. Like, we need to see. And for me, I'm like, why do we and need to And No Way to Home, see? too. And No Way Home, yeah.
0: No Way Home was, was crazy about that because people were just like, it. Like it, the first trailers dropped like, I think like a month before Yeah. the movie came out.
1: Yeah, Totally. And, and so it's it's just this interesting spot where I'm kind of like, do we put too much weight on these trailers? Because at this point, I don't know if everybody else knows this, but I mean, like Marvel shoots extra footage just to yeah. put in trailers that will never be seen in the movie. Like that's just one of the things they do. I kind of like that they do that because you're not really giving anything away. You're giving away yeah. like a set design sometimes and that's kind of it. But the line yeah. reading and, and the actual context isn't there. But people really grab onto these, and it's it's kind of not necessarily what we were talking about last week with the set photos and stuff like that, but it's, it's another thing to be like expectation. This is what I'm expecting yeah. going in. And if it's not that, the studio doesn't care, because they got your money already. You're in the yeah. theater. It doesn't matter. But for the longevity of the film and the actual quality of the piece, like it's really like one of my professors in college, like the only thing that he told me that was super helpful was never preface your work. And he was Mm -hmm. a, he was a whole, hopefully you're not listening to this, but it's, he was a whole (laughs) other thing, but it was like never preface your work because it just gives people an expectation and it influences their, their, what they're going to think about it in the future. Yeah. So like trailers are good. You need to get Mm -hmm. something, but the way that they do them, especially like I'm thinking sky or not skyfall, um, Whatever the last James Bond movie. No time to die. No Time to Die. That was a huge one because it got pushed so many times. Obviously, Mm -hmm. Top Gun, like it's fatigue. Like I've gotten to the point where I've seen those trailers so many times. Like when Strange would come up on the the on the screen when I'm in the movie theater for X, I'm like, what does this have to do with the movie I'm about to see? And I would just go on my phone because I'm like, I've seen this twelve times already. I don't need to see this again. And maybe it's just like the the marketing barrage of you need to see this over and over and over again to like get it to stick in your brain. Yeah. But like, I don't think that's a good way of doing things because people dissect everything. And yeah. especially with Marvel, it's like, oh, this character is gonna be in it. This is what's gonna happen. And then mm-hmm. when that doesn't happen or if something different happens... Oh, it's a trash movie. It's a terrible movie. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, you
0: know, without going into to spoilers because I haven't seen it, but like, there was massive yeah. debate online from the Doctor Strange trailer oh, about God, there's yeah. a character that, you know, is glowing, and people were like, oh, it's going to be uh, a Captain Marvel variant. And there were people like, no, it's Superior Iron Man played by Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs>
0: And like it like it just turned into this whole debate over like what is arguably four frames. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was like a clip and like people just dissect it to an insane degree that. Yeah. Like especially with Marvel and like it'll be interesting. It would be interesting to talk about like Doctor Strange versus like uh, everything anywhere. Yeah. Everything everywhere. Anywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere. Anyway, because, you know, one huge Marvel property that's. Marvel fans in particular are conditioned to just dissect everything down to the nth degree.
1: Yeah. The poster you know, people like, were like, "Oh, this shard of glass looks yeah, like th-, I, like oh my god." <laughs>
0: Yeah, there was huge debates about Moon Knight posters that I'm like oh, I don't even know why there are Moon Knight posters. It's a fucking streaming you know what I mean? show. Like it's yeah, like it like this is this poster this is a graphic. This poster yeah. is not up anywhere. No, it's you a, know. it's an um, NFT basically. Like. I guess maybe like billboards and shit, but like sure. you know people debating like that means that that character is going to be in it. like you don't yeah. you're basing that off of nothing. Uh um, yeah. tangent about Moon Knight. So the MCU stuff versus you know, uh like a regular trailer, yeah, is like I think two different conversations as much as like we yeah. we talk all the time of like, yeah, there's like franchises and not franchises, and it's basically two different industries at this point, totally, so I don't really know where my point is going with this, but I'm like <laughs> trailers to to bring it back, trailers good or bad, I think it has a lot to do with what the trailers are for, yeah, because there's different ways to cut different trailers. Totally. You know, you could cut a trailer for Dr. Strange that doesn't tease any of the would be huge things Mm -hmm. um, of which I cannot speak because I haven't seen it. (laughs) Sad face. Um, But like, you know, you could like cut something that's like, yeah, you know, him. I don't know. I I haven't, I, I'm off on a tangent here, but like you could cut (laughs) a simple trailer. That's not a teaser trailer. Yeah. That's not like teasing things. Yeah. um, and like have it be a perfectly legitimate, things. yeah. Have it be a perfectly legitimate trailer, but totally. would not pull in anywhere near the spectacle and like hype that is expected from that kind of stuff these days.
1: True, and I think that's did a that really, make
0: any kind of sense?
1: It did, and I think okay. that the, the 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 split in the road between MCU specific trailers and kind mm-hmm. of bigger IP stuff, like I would put Star Wars into this character into this yeah. category a little bit, but like DC stuff. DC stuff, anything where you have built in expectation and hype. Yeah. But then I'm like, the the one of the trailers that I've seen recently that really sticks in my brain is Alex Garland's new movie, Men. Like the new trailer mm-hmm. that dropped for that movie, you don't know what the fuck is going on, which I, it's mm-hmm. an A24 film. They clearly have a lot of power when it comes to making things really ambiguous. So you don't know what's yeah. going on, which is really, it's really clever. But with Marvel and those big properties, like you have to do that. You you have to do a trailer where people are. You give people little sprinkles of things yeah. that they're going to just sink their teeth in and then think nothing like about nothing but that for the next four yeah. months. Like okay, I'm gonna now whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing. Again, Marvel is a machine that only really cares about making a profit on things. I mean, yeah, they, sure. they care about the the storyline, but it's not like a one-off A24 film like multi, like uh, everything everywhere where you have to, this is it. If you don't get people with this trailer. And I think with those trailers, the less seen the better because you are just trying to figure it's the, it's, it's what you don't see. It's, it's okay. I need to see what happens next. Not like I need to see if Mephisto shows up in (laughs) Thor love and thunder. Like one of those, you heard
0: it here. Mephisto confirmed who
1: knows. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah so it's, it's a very clear split there between Marvel and everyone else, because the two different trains of thought, that's a, that's a good way of putting it though.
0: Like, <laughs> so that's an interesting thing to, to examine. What about trailers giving away plot points and, or too much, too little, et cetera. Cause everyone's, you know, everyone's seen the trailer where you watch it and you go, well, that was the whole movie. Yeah. Like that, that part there is clearly after the big turn at the end. Like that's how it's going to end. Like, like, I don't need to see that anymore because I've seen this trailer. And then four more trailers come out after that. And you're like, no, I've really seen, okay, now I've really seen everything. Like (laughs) that one question that was like, I don't know if that, what that character is doing. You're like, Oh now I know what that character. Yep. So like, what's the question here is okay. I'll phrase it like this. Does the quality of a trailer. Depend on how much it gives away.
1: Hmm. That's interesting
0: because there was talk that arguably the Doctor Strange trailers were giving too much away. I think Kevin Feige even went on record and was like, "Yeah, it's a little much." And the same thing with like men, like if you know we start giving away a whole bunch, or I think of um, like the Invincible Man, uh, the Elizabeth Moss movie, yeah. like oh, kind God. of gotten to that thing too. They were like, "That's they're they're giving a lot here."
1: Yeah, this is what he's doing.
0: Yeah, there you go. But- <laughs> yeah. Like, is there a level to which when you start going like, am I seeing too much that that's like a red flag in terms of a trailer?
1: I think so. I, I definitely think so. And I think a good like middle ground is two different trailers, one for the bullet train movie and one for mm-hmm. the night house, which is the David Bruckner movie. Both of those mm-hmm. trailers, I think at this point, if we don't see well, Night came out already, but the original trailer for The Night House, mm-hmm. we didn't see any more about the movie than... Now, granted, that's a very ambiguous, interesting, sure. kind of take-it-as-you-want kind of movie, but even as something like Bullet Train, which seems very, very straightforward, if we don't get much more until July... I'm totally cool with that because I yeah. think that there's enough there with the visuals, with the actors. Like, there should be enough to draw people in versus just let me give you the entire plot away than just you know to get people into seeing this film and there's definitely an art form when it comes to cutting trailers i'm curious to see who has final cut on a lot if feige doesn't have final cut on these trailers like who does i don't really understand you know um (laughs) one would assume
0: like the marvel marketing department has a level of autonomy because i mean sure you know uh, cutting when you're cutting seven different tv spots true like you know you're not going to wait for the, the head of production or whatever fight title is these days to sign Who off knows? on all of that like you know I, there's a, a level of delegation there but
1: the stakes are so high with these movies now yeah. that if you give too much if you give one point away and i think that in the multiverse of madness trailer they give They definitely give too much away, but only to a point because Spider Man was very much, it was so much more cut and dry than what Multiverse of Madness became eventually. Where it's like, if you had seen spoilers like Tobey Maguire or whatever, Mm -hmm. sure, I guess that would have been fine, but it doesn't, it all falls in line with what happened. To to go
0: to No Way Home for an an interesting example, like No Way Home straight up in the trailers was like, here's Doc Ock and here's Green Goblin. Yep. You know, yeah. In terms of the one, two, three, four, five, five other characters that show up that are like throwback mm-hmm. characters in there, I don't know why I'm like towing around this when you said Toby McGuire and and Andrew Garfield. Like we already gave us twelve seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like you know, if you consider like Electro and Lizard and Sandman and all that, yeah. like not really given away, like hinted at kind of, but like yeah. You know, like, still, like, arguably only gave away, like, 20% of the returning cast and not a huge part of the story. Right. Whereas, yeah. It's hard to talk
1: about Strange because you haven't seen it, (laughs) too. It's, like, one of those things. It's just, (sighs) Marvel has kind of ruined a lot of what's made cinema interesting because you are expecting things. And like, I've said this like 20 times, this podcast expectation is kind of like the worst, not the worst thing, but it really, it's a huge influencer on what you think of a movie. Like the movie could be fine, but if it's not what you think it's going to be, that's not good. And Marvel is like kind of training you to think that this is what it's going to be. And like this, you know, we tease this one character because they're in it. It's like, that's... Fine, but wouldn't that have been so much better if we didn't know and then word of mouth yeah. builds and like maybe your your opening weekend box office isn't as great as it normally is, but the next weekend is because people are like, Oh my god, this person's in it. You or, or like you have to go see this because this one thing happens and and, and one of those things yeah. where they're kind of taking that out of the equation and being like, these people are in it. I mean they I'm sure they leaked the set photos of of, of sure. whoever. Because they're like from the set, it's like an ungraded, un VFX yeah. shot. I'm like, who had this, dude? Like, you had this. Yeah. Nobody yeah. just grabbed this off of the fucking, off of like a cell phone image. Like, this is something that your editing team had. Like, that's what yeah. it is. Um, which is a way of drumming up hype and getting your weekend box, your opening weekend box office numbers huge. But like, I don't know. Movie has been in the theaters for like months still. So like,
0: (laughs) Well, so that's the interesting thing. Like you you touched on something interesting there of Marvel is like conditioning us to this is what this hype demands. This is what like, you know, we're going to put out these trailers and we're going to get you all hyped up. And for the most part, I would I would say with the exception of a couple like Marvel delivers on its hype. Oh, totally. Marvel is fantastic at delivering on its hype. Like, you know, it like to go back to no way home. I'm like that, like the concept that that could even happen is still boggling to me. And like, you know, it's something that they put together. The problem becomes is that that expectation, I think this is what you're touching on is that expectation bleeds into other things Yes. where you're like, well, Marvel has trained me to, and I feel like I'm just kind of reiterating what you said. So I apologize, but like Marvel has trained me to, expect this and like i get a you know a payoff from it because they deliver on it so i'm gonna expect that from all trailers that i see Mm -hmm. a lot of movies just aren't built to deliver on that kind of thing like not all movies have huge tie-ins or like have huge worlds that they're like kind of condensing down you know what i mean and like that just becomes like a problem for what's expected from a movie yeah yeah So let's, let's ask this. How does that, are we applying our MCU conditioned brains to the avatar trailer? Yes. Because I'm like thinking back and I I think of myself saying like, oh yeah, like where's Zoe Saldana? Where's, you know, like show me this connection to the previous one. Right. Um. And I'm like, that feels like my conditioning, but also like, no, I don't think it's a big ask to see the main characters of the film in a trailer and given again, teaser. Sure. But still (laughs)
1: like it's, it's, this is supposed to grab you back into this world that we haven't cared about in over a decade. This is supposed to be the one thing that's going to make people get like pre-order tickets You gotta give me something
0: to grab onto yeah
1: exactly which i will very i'll be there probably opening weekend and i'll see just how many people are there um but yeah i definitely had that lens on when i was watching the trailer of like okay this is supposed to be at a, a certain level not supposed to be but i think it's going to be at a certain level and when it just wasn't you're kind of left being like well What else is there to get me on board with this whole kind of, not just a franchise, but this whole concept of being, like, this movie, and again, five movies, like, that's already something that makes me my head spin, and so if this isn't getting me hyped, that is not a great sign for the rest of the series, because... five movies dude like barely any series get to five movies and i'm not including marvel because i did that's not none of the marvel's movies have gotten to five yet so that's one of the things but it's like
0: can you imagine if two and three completely bomb and who is it warner brothers just scraps the other two
1: like they're made and they're like we're not putting these out they're just
0: like no
1: (laughs) it's not out of the question it's just not i mean think about And again, we'll have to wait for the trailer, but I'm thinking about some of the great, the best trailers or the best, like the filmmakers that put out the best trailers that make you kind of go like, oh, interesting. Like Nolan is one of those guys who always Mm -hmm. has a trailer that's like, and he clearly has Final Cut on all of his trailers. It's like, you know, I need to see what this is about. I think Jordan Peele is in that that conversation Mm -hmm. as well where like it's very much show them as much as they need to see before to make them want to see it the Avatar trailer didn't do any of those things. Like it just showed us a bunch of like, here's what we have done. It's that's what it felt like. Here's what we have done. No story, a bunch of pretty images. Here's what's rendered. Literally. Here's
0: what's been rendering for (laughs) the past two years.
1: Yeah. Um, We hit render. We came back. Here it is. We got to put it out because it's coming out this year, you know?
0: (laughs) All right. So I want to pose one last thing to you here. Yeah. Hit me. And it's kind of, it's going to take me a second to set up. So, so bear with me. So cool. There's two things coming. Nope is coming. Yep. From Jordan Peele and uh, Jurassic World Dominion <laughs> is coming. And yeah. yes, I'm putting those two in the same conversation.
1: <laughs> Good double feature.
0: <laughs> These two movies both have one trailer out. Yes. Although I guess Nope might have like a Nope did like a teaser and then like a legitimate Tracer. They
1: did their trailer. like Super Bowl um, thing. and then
0: Yeah. Which I technically I guess Jurassic World has done as well. But so we'll say for argument's sake that it's one trailer for each of these movies is a second trailer going to be a win or a loss.
1: So for me, it's different for both movies because Nope, yeah. I'm like, show me less. For Jurassic World, Dominion, I'm like, show me way more because I don't care yet. Like this is, and maybe that's because I'm out on the whole Jurassic World. I think it's fun. It's it's fun, but it's not something where I'm like, I have to go see this. But so I think it's it's the exact opposite for both. It's like- you need to show me something cooler for Jurassic World and you need to show me less for Nope because I want to go in knowing as little as possible. Granted, yeah. different scales, different like a third in a trilogy versus a first and probably a not a c a series. Um yeah. but that's where I land on that do What Do you about think
0: you? do you think Jurassic World's box office would be diminished if like they just let it fly, didn't put anything else out? Like I mean, obviously there's going to be the whole like media blitz and all that kind of stuff. But if we got, if we got no new footage, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: noticeably no new footage from Jurassic World. Yeah. Would that intrigue you or be like, I care less.
1: It's hard. And then you can do
0: the other way around for. uh, For nope. For nope.
1: It's hard because I'm not intrigued. There's very little that could get me on board with this. A a better one like a more, like for me Top Gun is a more interesting one because sure. that one did that one did it. I didn't care up until the final trailer came out. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, "Oh, this could be very interesting." But maybe they just say and now I'm hoping that that isn't the only cool shots that are in the entire sure. movie. That's that's my hope because they they've exhausted all, you know, footage <laughs> yeah. at this point. And that same thing happened with with um No Time to Die. I'm like, it almost got to the point where I was overwhelmed with what I was seeing to the point I'm yeah. like, you've shown me a lot. How much more can there be? And is it worth going to a theater? Um, so in terms of them release, like not releasing another trailer, I wouldn't care either way for Jurassic World. Like to release another trailer, like if it has the craziest shot of all time in it, that might yeah. make me go, this could be cool in IMAX. But other yeah. than that, I'm like, eh. Whereas Jordan Peele, I'm like, I'm kind of in off the rip. And the trailer just solidified me being like, oh, okay. And if they show me, if, if that trailer was half as long, I probably would have been happier, honestly. Cause I'm like, I need to see, I just want to get the vibe off this thing.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I feel like we're almost like reversed in terms of our like anticipation of those two movies. Uh, mm. not that I'm yeah. not hyped for Nope, but like It's a little out of my wheelhouse and I am uh, self-confessed a big fan self-confessed. That's a terrible turn of (laughs) I'm uh, I'm, I feel like I have to put like a qualifier on the phrase. I'm a big fan of the Jurassic World series because like (laughs) it is popcorn, but
1: sure. That's okay. um,
0: (laughs) So I am totally but I'm totally in line with you on Nope. I'm like, I feel like If we got any more from that, I would be like, I I feel like, I feel like there's expanding on, expanding on that's not going to get me to do more, not get me more engaged. Right. The mystique of it is going to get me, you know, it's going to pull me in. Yeah. With Jurassic World, I'm kind of like, if they didn't put anything out, if they just went radio silent from now on until like, you know, if they just cut the same trailer into, you know. No new footage whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I would almost get more intrigued because I'm like, Mm. how is this massive franchise not doing more to pull people in? Yeah. Like what's going on here? Like, are they just like, yeah, it turns out dinosaurs are from space and space dinosaurs (laughs) come, you know, and, uh, Like try try to take over the world, and that's you know. Right. Then we're getting Jurassic World four in space. Yeah. You know that's like the thing that my brain immediately goes like, is there way more going on in this than they're willing to let on? Right. But like that's clearly not going to happen, and like that situation of like let's not release anything else would I think in the end be a negative because it would build a mystique around this franchise that it's just not going to pay off on sure yeah to go back to no way home you know the fact that they didn't put anything out until like a month beforehand was crazy Mm -hmm. and they honestly and it's i guess it's hard to say but like they could have put nothing out and people would have flocked to it sure sure but that would arguably have built mystique that would have paid off yeah totally you know whereas jurassic world not not so much like it's hard to imagine where Jurassic World is going to expand to like, oh, they made another new dinosaur or like T-Rex is mm-hmm. fucking shit up or they're back amongst humans again, you know. Right. Where am I going with this? I feel like, nope, we're on the same page. I guess we're kind of on the same page with Jurassic World too, although like
1: Jurassic World Jurassic, hey.
0: dr- Well, as Jurassic World as well.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, dr- <laughs> This is where we're going to land. I feel like you'll need more promo trailers for Jurassic World than I will to make the sale.
1: Yeah. I don't know if there yeah. (laughs) I was gonna say I don't know if there's enough promo material to make the sale for me, but (laughs) well and to sort of land
0: the plane that I've been trying to direct here, I'm like the thing that we're hitting on here is is like trailers and like this promotional stuff is a hell of a needle to thread. It is. You know, us two who are arguably very similar in our like you know film tastes and like compared to some people i guess like we do have our differences but like sure you know we're in a very similar kind of bubble if the two of us have very drastic differences in how we would anticipate or experience trailers like yeah just imagine the general public that is gonna have wildly different reactions across the board so like i don't think there can really be a one good answer to like what this is which i guess is the nature of the human condition yeah hashtag deep
1: absolutely and and it will go not only person to person but it'll go film to film mm-hmm. um what what studio it was produced by what tone it is what the director is like it depends like there's some films that need nothing more than just this person's putting out a movie like Fincher. Yeah, don't even put a trailer out. I'll see yeah. whatever you know. Yeah. Um, versus you know some of the Marvel movies, I'm like, they need trailers to yeah. to, to get hype. Versus yeah, so yeah, it's really interesting. I'll, I'll um, and right now there's a good variety of films going around that are being released theatrically and on streaming that you can kind of get a good sense of where different size studios lie like for A24 it's very specific you know it's sure. very their trailers are pretty similar usually i mean it's just a, just yeah. to give you enough to you know get you into the into the mood versus yeah big bl- budget blockbusters i mean the uncharted trailer is essentially the movie you know and yeah. that's just what those are i think the lost city is same thing it's it's basically yeah. the whole movie because they know that it's not the strongest material, but they want to show you that it's going to be a fun time.
0: Yeah. If you can get if you can get people into the seats, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're not going to that movie to be like, "Oh my god, this was an existential, you know, crazy time for me. I was out of out of body experience." They're just looking to get you there. And if yeah. they can get you there with like four extra jokes that Brad Pitt, you know, throws out, then they'll do that and it there doesn't matter yeah. anyway, you know. So, yeah, it's a really weird kind of needle the thread on a lot of these things uh but with marvel they need to do more than other studios need to or other filmmakers need to to get you hyped for stuff because it's it's expected you know
0: yeah although well i would argue that marvel kind of could do whatever
1: they They have a built-in audience yeah they could do nothing and people would go
0: but there was big talk around that with your way home of like, what if they just don't release a trailer?
1: Right. But the discourse is kind of what drives sure. a lot of this stuff. Like the Reddit no. threads, the Twitter threads where people are like, oh my God, like what, what you said, dissecting the poster and the trailer and like all these little. They nitpicks. don't have
0: to release a trailer to build yes. an audience. Yes. Which is what, you know other films have to do so
1: so trailers are there for to get people to be into it versus nobody's ever experienced what marvel has done before this is a new new thing so (laughs) all right (laughs) so there it is
0: trailers man trailers
1: crazy stuff going on
0: (laughs) so shall we bring it back uh bring it back home and let's talk about some recommendations let's
1: do it Let's
0: do it. So, uh, recommendations this week. Um, a little catty in our theme here. Uh, movies by James Cameron that you should watch instead of Avatar two.
1: Yes, because you know we're not talking as favorably about Jim these days, and I think that you know his his legacy precedes him. You should you should check it's out. True. <laughs> some of it's his true. Some. It's true. There
0: is a while. Well, it's interesting because.
1: He's only made like six movies, but...
0: Yeah, there there is like a like massive cultural background to James Cameron movies, Um, but all in, not that many that he... Yeah, not that but many. But
1: they're all hitters. Like, that's the thing. It's like, yes. he has a huge... Even stuff like The Abyss, I'm like, he has an, a track record that is just unbelievable for the amount of films he's made. I mean, he's kind of like Sam Raimi in that respect, where it's like, he hasn't made that many movies... Yeah. But they're, they're movies that you know about, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so a James Cameron movie that you should watch before you watch or instead of watching Avatar.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, do you want to go first, Josh, or shall I?
1: Um, why don't you go first? I'm really curious to see what you pick here.
0: All right. So I feel like I, uh, a little bit Cheated. Mm. my the 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 film that i have chosen uh, let me find it here it's avatar (laughs) is avatar no uh no i guess it's so i it's not so much cheating um but it's not certainly one that he's known for Mm. uh and my pick for a james cameron movie worth watching is true lies
1: i knew you were gonna pick this
0: 1994
1: I knew it and I didn't pick it because of that.
0: <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm glad because I was literally like, there, like there's very much a chance that we could just pick the same thing here. Um, so I tried to go with something a little bit more obscure, but true lies is a film. So good <laughs> from 1994. Like I said, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger post T2. Mm-hmm. So this is like, he's had a good experience making one of the most legendary sci-fi movies of all time with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's like, Hey, mm-hmm. let's make a movie where you are a secret agent who leads a double life uh, and pretends to be a salesman. (laughs) I would argue likely the beginning of like Arnold Schwarzenegger's absurdist movie run. Yeah. Where he like, you know, he'd done Terminator 2. Well, maybe, I don't know. I'm like debating like about this. Like I'm looking at his actual list here and he's like, it's post Terminator, post Commando, post Predator. Ah but also post twins also post kindergarten cop. So,
1: Oh, okay.
0: But it's, it's at, I will, we'll say it this way. It's at the peak of Arnold Schwarzenegger's, um, you can do whatever you want. Yeah.
1: Um, He's 8 a- We'll his put apex, you in anything. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. So true lies. I mean, slightly absurdist, uh, like action movie to the max, but like mid nineties act like campy action movie to a degree. Yep. Um, not quite to the level of, uh, last action hero but yeah you know just all around great it's bizarre to me that this movie is a james cameron movie Mm, mm -hmm. it's very it's very standard 90s action film yeah like you would think that james cameron is like you know all of his stuff is this towering thing but i totally worth it like a lot of fun um parts of it I think have not aged well. Yes. (laughs) But, uh, you know, also a great performance by Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah. And then Tom Arnold in like a support, like massive supporting role that I'm like, I didn't know we ever really took Tom Arnold seriously as an actor. I know, but I guess, yeah, he gets billing (laughs) above Bill Paxton. So
1: I know what the
0: fuck, there you go. That's, that's my pick good worth, worth a watch. (laughs) true lies um yeah <laughs> yeah uh not not streaming anywhere to my knowledge but you can rent it on uh amazon prime
1: yes a lot of jim cameron's movies are, are in that boat too i was as i was looking today um yeah and it's odd because he does i mean he does james cameron avatar isn't a bad movie like that's the thing no. it's like it's not one of my favorites it's not a bad movie it's a it's yeah. a good movie it's just not interesting to me um and so like he he has like a perfect track record pretty much yeah Even, like man if doesn't we're going make to the abyss yeah. he doesn't make bad movies um and so I guess that'll bring me to my recommendation here. So so I'm going to go uh one of his sequels which I have mentioned already, but it's uh you know, I haven't mentioned at length and it's going to be Aliens. I was thinking Terminator nice. 2, but I'm like it's too obvious and Aliens I literally rewatched today cuz I was like I just want to watch this movie <laughs> again because nice. it's such a deviation from alien one yeah which is obviously a ridley scott movie it's a completely different tone uh, a different kind of film aliens is more of an action film than it is a horror movie although it does definitely have those aspects to it it's like ridley scott's alien is just pretty much a horror sci-fi movie yeah it's so much more it's smaller it's isolated it's contained you feel like you know you're in this spot that you can't get out of which is just it's it makes it one of the scariest movies of all time yeah when with aliens what james cameron does is he he does his thing where he juices it up a little bit without like completely ruining what this movie is supposed to be like mm-hmm. um still follows sigourney weaver uh, as ripley but in kind of like 50 years later she was in a cryo chamber one of those deals yeah uh and hashtag sci-fi yeah hashtag sci-fi literally <laughs> one of the tropes um And yeah, so she gets woken up and she, you know, basically there's a a colony of people living on the planet where they had first gone in the Alien movie and now things are going wrong and they have to go back to the planet. It's a classic sci-fi trope. And and what he does with it is he he does the isolated thing, but he brings on a crew of Marines that are like shit-talking and kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. like typical. It kind of juices it up a bit because they're not expecting what's about to happen to them, which makes it kind of almost like a comedy in a way because you're like, I kind of want all these guys to bite it in really ridiculous ways. But it's really, really awesome because I think with Alien especially, it's a three-part, well, it's technically a five-part series, but the the first three films are Ridley Scott, James Cameron, Fincher. And people will say what they want about the third movie. I like Alien 3 because it's so different from the first two and I think second is so far different from the first one that it, it makes a really interesting trilogy to watch. um. And with Aliens, man, I just, you don't have to take it as seriously as you do Alien 1, you know? Sure. And mm-hmm. I love that about this film, and I love that about what he brings to these things where it's like it's not desecrating the legacy of what this incredible series is. It's just adding something new, and that's why I just love it. It's not, yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's still gory and bloody and violent, but it's not the Ridley Scott like yeah <laughs> you know yeah. you know what i'm talking yeah. about i
0: know exactly what you're talking about
1: um and it's let me brilliant. ask you
0: this question paxton's uh, in this as well <laughs> we were t- <laughs> there you go the through line yeah uh how many how many james cameron movies has bill paxton been in oh is he in titanic
1: you know he's what? in avatar right <laughs> he is in avatar um
0: i think he's in titanic too
1: he's probably in titanic he's one of those guys i mean he's like bruce campbell is to Raimi, i guess yeah he is definitely in titanic i just looked it up
0: <laughs> that's hilarious who knew we were talking earlier about james cameron doing other things in his career would you sign on to another uh james cameron alien movie if ridley ever let it go i would or would you be afraid
1: well, I would definitely be afraid, but I would do it just because Ridley Scott has done now Alien, Prometheus and Alien Covenant and yeah. those are hardcore sci-fi horror movies. Like there's yeah. no doubt about it. And I think that if we could get pa- like back to the kind of not goofy, but, like, fun alien movies, I'm down with Mm -hmm. that. Because even with Predator, I know they kind of, like, kind of cross paths a bit. But when they got back to the Shane Black... I know. (laughs) When they got back to the Shane Black, like, not necessarily scary, more like an action comedy, I was so much more into it. And I think that these movies... I don't know that they benefit from that, but it's just, I, sometimes I don't want to watch alien one. I'd rather watch aliens, you know? <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, it can the benefit same thing with, that. with Terminator. Like it's like, yeah. you know, Terminator two is a much stronger movie than, than Terminator, yeah. but, um, it's true. <laughs> interesting. All so, right. Yes. So aliens
1: is my recommendation, not streaming anywhere,
0: rented aliens yeah. and true lies.
1: Cameron James is Cameron.
0: A, he's a, legend. He's a
1: good director. <laughs> yeah. No doubt about it. Uh,
0: I mean, it's like, it's, you know, there's nobody else with more top grossing films.
1: No, quite you literally. Know. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, guys. So that'll do it. That's ooh, that was quite a conversation. We got deep into it this week. We um, did. Trailers stuff, are a hot though. topic, man. Yeah. Man. Um, so, Josh, you want to let people know where people can find you on the internets?
1: Sure, I guess I'll dox myself here. Uh, people can <sighs> find me on the internet uh, on Twitter at Josh Fuller thirty three. Fuller is spelled with no e. Uh, you can also find me on both Instagram and Letterboxed at Josh J Fuller. Uh, Letterboxed, you can find uh, everything that I watch on a weekly basis, including Aliens, which I watched today. Yes. And where Excellent. can people find you on the internets? Internet, you can find
0: Willis. me on the internets, uh, still not right now because I haven't seen Dr. Strange yet, so I'm True. in a social blackout. <laughs> but I will, although I did tweet today, so uh, but it was in and out. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Willisfilm. You can find me on Letterboxd, at Willisfilm, Film. Uh, and you can find the podcast itself here uh, on Instagram, at Pixelsplitters. You can find us on Twitter, at Pod. And you can find us on Letterbox at Pixel Splitters, where you'll find all of our recommendations, top fives, bottom fives, et cetera, et cetera, including yeah. Aliens and including True Lies. Yes, and that'll do it. That'll bring us home.
1: Yeah,
0: it yeah. will. We need like Definitely a little will. home, like like a doorbell or something and sound effect <laughs> to play. You know,
1: ding. Yeah, yeah.
0: That'll bring us home. Ding dong. Yeah, <laughs> and then we'll just continue to ramp yeah. until the end of the podcast like we like we always do.
1: Like we do. It's our deal, um, you know. It's okay. Excellent. Um yeah. yeah, go watch good stuff in theaters everybody. Yes. Whether it be Doctor Strange, whether it be The Northman, just get out there if you feel comfortable because Yes. that's the only way that people will still make movies <laughs> for <Yeah>. theaters. <laughs> so got to get support. out there.
0: Got to support. Exactly. All right, Josh. Well, it is great as always to talk to you. And I will talk to you next week, man.
1: Cool. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode.